Welcome to the Portable Pulpit. Let's go. What's up, family? This is Kobe Corso on the Portable Pulpit. And I want to address a question that was shot to us um, from a partner from days gone by. And the question reads, uh, from what you've read in the Bible, is God's name Jehovah? God slash Lord being a title like president or doctor. Okay, so this is kind of a, a bit more complex than it would look like on the surface. And so hopefully you can follow along with this a bit. God's name, God has one multiple names in the Bible. Primarily, his most holy, most sacred name is, is four um, letters, okay, that has no vowels. It is considered the unpronounceable name of God. Y- the Y-H-W-H, or Yah-Veh-Vav-Heh, which is sometimes J-H-V-H, or Y-H-W-H, is the unpronounceable name of God. We add letters from the title Adonai, so we take the vowels from Adonai in Hebrew, which means my Lord, and we add them to Y-H-W-H, and we, we get roughly what we say is Yahweh, but when that merged with medieval Latin, and Latin was trying to figure out, like, what do we do with this Hebrew word for God um, that was so holy and so revered um, that the that even in Scripture, they will refer to God not by this name, but they will just call Him the name. Instead of saying the name, they will say Hashem, that God is the name. Because God's name is directly connected to his character and his person and everything he is. And, and we understand this in, in the Torah where God comes in and says, you know, don't, you know, commanded in the Ten Commandments, don't use the Lord your God's name in vain. And so that, I think, carries a lot of different things. Um, it, it's much more than just saying God's last name's not damn. It, it has so much more to say, like, if you're a person of God, if you're one of his children and one of his people, carry the name of God well. Don't go throwing God's name on a lot of stuff that God um, isn't about, and don't use God's name flippantly. Um, when you speak of him, speak of him with the reverence that's due him. Put some respect on his name. We even use that in kind of common term today. And so when it came to this particular name, it was so revered among scholars that and there's a lot of different kind of historical pictures of how people saw this, that when scribes would write um, the um, Yahweh, or what we we refer to as the Tetragrammaton, which is the four letters that refer to this name and, and um, this, this revelation of who God is, um, it is the great I Am, that when, when they would come to that, that they would wash themselves seven times before they would write it. They'd use a pen they've never used before, they would write the name one time, they would burn the pen, burn the clothes they have, and wash themselves seven times. There was incredible um, ritual that went around in um, being a scribe, trying to communicate this name when they multiplied the copies of the Old Testament. And so, basically you start with Adonai, which means my Lord, and you take the um, vowels from it, and you take the consonants of Y-H-W-H, is the one I'm going to use, you merge them together and throw some Latin in there, and you come up with the word Jehovah. And a lot of times what will happen in the text, uh, when you read in the Old Testament, for instance, if it uses like capital Lord God, 
um, it's trying to, in English, give you a signal that this is the name that is above all names. It's the name. It's it's the Yahweh name. And they'll do that by taking, again, because at Yah- Jehovah is a combination there, that they'll, they'll take that and say, Lord God. And so in answer to the question, is God's name Jehovah, in English we use that word Jehovah because we rip off from Latin and all kinds of Greek and Germanic languages and French, and I think there's like 10,000 loan words from French. So for us appropriately, when we're talking about that name, um, a lot of times English speakers will use the name Jehovah. We'll use it in worship songs, we'll use it in different theological works and those sorts of things. And we had to add the vowels in order to make the unpronounceable name pronounceable. Now, there's a question here of whether we should be trying to pronounce that name at all, seeing how the multi-millennia tradition that we inherited was that that should not be pronounced, um, and that some would even argue that you that when someone breathes in, the Yahweh is the, the, the sequence of breath coming in someone, and that there's some Old Testament connections there of that God is um, similar to that. He's on the lips of every man, because every man that pulls breath or has breath or life um, gets that breath. They borrow it from His grace. Um, but I think there's a legitimate question of, um, should we be using that at all, or, or when we do, are we putting enough respect on it? I think that we use Jehovah much more uh, similarly um, to how early Christians and then the Old Testament saints used Adonai, just referring to him as the Lord. Um, so we use Jehovah, it's like that. Um, I would say this is um, key for us to understand that this this tetragrammaton is the highest and most holy name for God, and, and it's so revered um, that they're careful with it. And I think that in a culture where people are careless with the name of God, it's critical that maybe we rediscover um, maybe some of the pauses. So for me, I get into this conversation all the time. People ask me on social media or in different things that I write why I write God's name with G-D instead of G-O-D. Um, some of the manuscripts of the early um, writers of the New Testament and the copies that we have from that would often do that with God's name. And as I studied um, the original languages in seminary, and um, one of my backgrounds is in historic theology um, and a master's in biblical languages. And so when I started to realize that a lot of the Christians were doing this, not to mention that it's a regular practice to abbreviate God's name in the Old Testament with dashes, um, and I spent a summer in Israel around a lot of Messianic um, Jewish Christians, um, Jewish by ethnicity, but Christian because they're born again and they follow Yeshua as the Mashiach, he's the Messiah, I realized that this was a regular part of, for them, a practice that made them pause um, and reflect when they used God's name, and I adopted it. And one of the reasons I adopted it is that um, I study God, and I write about God, and I talk about God, and I think that it's valuable. it's been valuable to me uh, because it takes an extra little moment to make God's name like that, and when I see it, I remind myself that um, I'm talking about the God of the universe who created all things, I'm talking about the God who sent Jesus to die for my sins, the God who is perfectly holy, perfectly just, full of love, full of mercy, the God that David sang about, uh, the prophets heard from, um, the one um, who 
Paul reveled in. And so I, for me, it's been a really helpful practice, even though it makes um, typing and writing and all these things so much more difficult. I need that difficulty because I, I don't want to be too loose with God's name. I also find it valuable to differentiate when I'm talking about the God of the Bible, when I'm talking about the the, the Lord God, um, and versus when I'm talking about the gods of culture or gods of other religions, which I use a lowercase g-o-d. And so for me, that has been helpful to differentiate when I'm communicating um, with other people that I don't see their gods or what they hold as ultimate in their life as an equivalent God to the one and true God. And so um, all that to say is, should we be using it, and is it like a title? In some ways, um, the Jehovah is a mix of both his title and um, his name, um, but I, I think it kind of goes beyond that. Um, God does have other names um, throughout Scripture that reference um, their, their, their revelations where God reveals um, how his people can know him, and a lot of times he does that by giving them a name at which they can call on him as. And so this gets into like El Shaddai, uh, the Lord uh, God Almighty, um, Adonai, which we've already talked about, is like Lord or Master, um, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner, um, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals, um, Elohim, God, there's a plurality and a unity in Elohim, um, so this is a Trinitarian um, address for God even in the Old Testament, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace, and uh, Jehovah Shalboth, um, the Lord of hosts. And all of these are significant for the passage that they're in. And I think, um, while I don't believe that you have to know biblical languages to accurately understand and to be um, moved by God's Word and to worship God through His Word, um, this is one of the things I think is really valuable for preachers in particular, to understand in the Old Testament which name of God is being used, because sometimes it just comes out, just translated God, um, unless you get to, to the Tetragrammaton where they might put Lord God so you know. It's like, oh, I know this is the this is Yahweh. Um, but otherwise, like when it comes down to some of these names, you wouldn't know that it's being employed because it's just being translated God in English almost universally. And so it takes a little bit of study. And so I think that's not necessary. I think, it, and even people that don't have the languages can do some background study and, and find that now in the information age. But particularly with preachers, I think a lot of times that can that can help you understand the context of what's happening in the passage. So I say that to say um, it is like a title to some degree, but I think that it's trying to accomplish so much more because of the distinctive of the de- Tetragrammaton. And I think that these other names are much more alluding to who God is because of how he acts in relation to his people in a particular way. Um, and so I think of, um, for that matter, it's it's maybe more than just a title. I think of the Tetragrammaton in Yahweh, um, which I'm kind of using regularly now to uh, explain what I'm talking about here. Um, I think of it more as a super, superlative. It is, it's the highest possible words that we can use to reference who God is and, and His majesty. Um, he does operate as a sovereign or king or lord of the universe, um, but I think there's other titles in the scriptures that really kind of address how that plays out better. I think this name um, that we're getting at when um, the Latins um, made, made the YHWH into Jehovah was to talk about him as, as God above all gods, um, king above all kings, 
He's the Lord God, and um, and and rightly so. He's the one to be worshipped in reverence, and we have access to Him through Jesus. And so, I hope that helps answer your question. Um, again, I appreciate you guys. Um, even as we've kicked off this podcast, sending us in some questions and some thoughts, um, we've even got some encouragement from you guys, and that's been such a blessing. Continue to shoot us those things, and as we have opportunity, we'd love to um, try to answer those or give you some insight. Love you guys. We'll catch you on the flip side. You've been listening to The Portable Pulpit. If you've been blessed, like it, share it, subscribe to it, and for goodness sake, send us some ideas.